There is a space where you are all you need, where you are all you want. All there is is here. Welcome to the Source Connection, conversations about who we truly are, the possibilities of creation and the new earth we are birthing, with your host, Tara Long and Liz B. Welcome to episode three. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. The three. Connection. Mm-hmm. Wow. What was an idea? Now is the thing. My name is Liz B. I'm t- and my name is Tara. <laughs> and I'm in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and I love knowing that. <laughs> It's like you walk into a meeting and you're like, you know, my name is Liz B. And um, I don't know, you state something about yourself, right? Yeah. You know, I'm and I love career. this or whatever. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, whatever thing. And it was like, well, yeah. Fun fact, fun fact about you today, Liz. <laughs> yes. Fun fact about me today is I'm wearing my underwear. I love it so much. You're comfy. Liz, <laughs> <laughs> we start this today we invite you to come into this space with us where you are guided and um connected to the highest expression of who you truly are so i invite you to close your eyes for a moment and if you're running around find a place to comfortably sit or lay And just start breathing long and deep. Just really finding yourself into this present moment. Noticing where the bodies are, the mental body, the physical body, emotional body. Noticing the things that are coming up in the mind or spots in the body that are calling for your attention and just noticing. I'd like you to imagine there's this beautiful ball of golden light above your head It's bright, it's strong. It's just floating there. It radiates and it it invites. And as you keep that awareness, I'll invite you to bring your hearts into prayer pose into the center of your chest. Roll the shoulders back, open the heart, tuck in your chin slightly. We're going to do a little breath work for a calm heart. And this breath work 
is inhaling in four parts. Exhaling in four parts. So you're going to be doing that in and out through the nose. You're going to find your own rhythm to it. Some of us will do it a little faster. Some of us will do it a little slower. And the point is to find your own beating and your own um, liking into this because we are coming into more of who we are. So we're all moving at different speeds and we all have different needs at different times. So I want you to honor that. And um, we'll be here for about three minutes. So the eyes are gonna be closed. And let's begin. And just keep on inhaling in four counts, four parts, exhaling in four parts. It's segmented breath. We're retraining the nervous system. And throughout this practice, just continue to imagine the big ball of golden light on top of your head. As you're exhaling, pump through the navel center. Focus the closed eyes on the point between your brows.
Inhale deep. Suspend that breath, just hold. Imagine that ball of golden light just wrapping your whole being, your whole body. Exhale, relax the arms down. Let the breath find itself for a moment. And when you're ready, just open your eyes and come back into the space. Hmm. Now my eyes want to be closed again, see? Close them now. <laughs> Thank you, Master. <laughs> Welcome, Grasshopper. Hmm. <laughs> That was wonderful. Thank you, Liz. You're welcome. Yeah. My body feels calm. Yeah. A little dizzy. I got a little dizzy mm-hmm. coming off of a nine-day cleanse. So <laughs> I was like aware of that. Took some deep breaths in between. It was good. Just listen to the body and yeah. did what it needed. Beautiful. That's exactly yeah. right. Hmm? That's exactly right. Yeah. We come into this life and we're not given a manual of how to embody our human experience. And thank goodness for the ones who along the way have found tools and, and um, helpful hints mm. and help us um, become more embodied in who we are and mm. navigate the density of the, the physical body and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Those who have can be the how who have been the way showers right of yeah that work before us and just being just being yeah. mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, episode three what is popping episode up three. what's coming what's coming i've had some some percolations today mm. i was Asking, oh, what's who wants to come up today? Who wants to come up? Um, yeah, this. Um, I just got this feeling of. Well, I've had so much expansion lately. So much feeling of expansion, and joy and excitement around just everything to come. I mean, yes, of course, being in the moment. It, it's like a. It's like a timeless being in the timeless present and being like, oh, yay, I'm so happy for for what's to come. Even though I have no idea what that is, I don't need to know. You know, I think the mind can get real busy on that. (laughs) Yeah. What's next? What is next? What is next? I don't, I don't know. I have excitements and dreamings, but I've always been on the no plan plan. Yeah. <laughs> What's your plan? I don't know. My plan is I don't have a plan. 
It feels good to give into that, right? Because we come from an upbringing of planning, of projecting, of um, trying to control things. And when you tap into the infinity of who you are, it's almost liberating to know that you don't need to know. You don't need to know even yeah. what's coming for the rest of your day or an hour because you will be, you will be guided if you're listening, if you're trusted, that it's, mm. it's that balance, it's that, it's that um, trusting, right? That surrender, that yeah. deep surrender to knowing that infinite intelligence is so much more infinite than your mind intelligence, <laughs> right? And trusting that unfolding of like, ah, yeah. and that undoing, the mm. undoing of myself I've you know for years now I've been just unraveling the un, just the what is the undoing mm. meaning that all that doingness all that pressure to do something or or you know not feeling like valid or worthy without doing and sometimes it takes different things for different people right to to surrender to the undoing mm. and like can you be I was just talking to one of my clients the other day um, and we had like a whole session on this like do you feel worthy because we were talking about her business and things she you know of course it's wonderful the creations and I said okay now for a minute let's take all that away and like what if none of that what if you didn't think about yourself doing any of those things mm. And that wasn't, that wasn't, you know, it's not your identity anyway, but that wasn't what you were even focused on. Like, just in the being, like, do you still feel worthy of existing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I went into this space on a meditation last week, and it was called the Land of Plenty. And it was such a beautiful space where it was the physical aspect of it was nature-based and nature-oriented. So nature supplied all the materials for housing and food and entertainment and all of that. And what I noticed about that space was not only the children were playing, but the adults were playing mm. because the adults didn't have to work. <laughs> yeah. The adults were taken care of by nature mm -hmm. and they were in communion with nature and they were giggling and they were frolicking and they were <laughs> sunbathing. And it was such a magical space to be in and to experience um, the joy of being mm. for that time in that space. Mm. And I remember when it was done, a lot of grief came up mm. for how we've wandered away from our natural selves and, and knowingness that we are always taken care of and provided of in communion with nature because we are nature. Yes. Mm. And it was such a contrast 
when I came out of that space and a mm-hmm. lot of grief came up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine just that, just that feeling, that knowing of what we've done, you know, what we've done mostly because we know, we, we know not what we do, right? We, most of us, many, many, many don't know that there's this other uh, even option, right? I got to get a job. I got to work. I got to pay the bills. I got to do the, da, 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 da. and to me to think about spending one's any time at all doing something just for to survive or to live or for money it's heartbreaking mm. heartbreaking because it's it's like cr- it just crushes you <laughs> little by little mm. i mean i definitely spent some time in my um it's my early 20s doing jobs having jobs and i know i'm i'm a rare i know it's rare to say you know people might think oh well, it just you know different things it doesn't matter what people think but (laughs) who cares um you know that I I have had jobs and it was just it all it never I never I never I never liked it I never enjoyed doing it I never enjoyed going and so finally I was like nope I'm I'm out I'm out I don't know what's gonna happen I don't it doesn't matter but it's gonna be better than this Mm. (laughs) so 20 years I haven't had like a job (laughs) maybe if you sprinkled in there you know but yeah yeah I remember when I graduated high school and I needed to decide what I wanted to be in throughout my last year of high school there was a lot of questioning from the family and relatives and what are you gonna do what are you gonna it's almost like I had no other option but to go to university Mm. Mm-hmm. So um, I, at some point in my life, had a dream that I would be a doctor. Mm. And I remember taking a, you know, one of those aptitude tests where you answer a lot of questions and you do kind of like a psychological evaluation yeah. to kind of, you know, guide you. What are you going to be good at? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Talk about um, the robotization of intuition right? and imagination and um, source connection. Um, yeah, these are the boxes you fit into. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, I remember doing that and he was like, oh yeah, you'd be a great doctor. I mean, yeah. And there were other couple of things I don't remember now. And when it came time for me to decide, I remember feeling, well, I'm not smart enough to go to doctor school. To go to doctor school. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I can't, I, I don't, yeah, I no. I mean, I'm not good in science and and all this rational stuff right (laughs) and so uh, this is what yeah and chemistry and I'm like no I I cheated all my way through high school to like make it to thank god I've never flunked but I mean yeah you know if any of my teachers are listening which they're not yeah I cheated all my way through high school (laughs) and we have a we have a well it's professional folks in certain um in certain subjects I was good at a lot of them but some I feel like it was a combination of like the class structure with a lot of students the teaching style 
and just the way and the information that were not applied to anything. So I know that here, um, a lot of times when you study chemistry, you're in a chem you're in a lab. We didn't have that. It was just numbers on the board and oh, on yeah. paper. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of equations. And that didn't make any sense to me. Okay, well, I can memorize the board of the elements, but and then I do what with that? So we never made a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apply that stuff, right? Well, like, yeah. Put it on something that I can go, oh wow, okay, I get it. Um yeah. and so I thought that I was incapable of doing that. And so I started a process of elimination. Okay, so I'm not going to go to medical school. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Well, that doesn't make any money because it's almost like, okay, you have six things to choose from because then you can have a career and then you can make money. I ended up going to communication school um, in um, journalism. And so I did public relations for a year, well, less than a year. And then... Um, I went into journalism school and I liked it and left that with a degree, never used it yeah. because I never wanted to be tied down to a real job. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So I, <laughs> I did this public contest to like, so in Brazil, there's a lot of this stuff where you apply for governmental jobs, which will give you security. Okay. Yep. In a long time um, life of benefits. Right. And I remember that was just the thing that people did and people still do. And at some point I was convinced by my mother that I should do that. And so I did a few years later, I got called in. Because they would go, so there was a list of people that get approved. And so they start calling people in and people take the job and, you know, people don't or whatever. And my mother could not wrap her head around the fact that I want nothing to do with that job. Mm-hmm. It's a lifetime of benefits and you're <laughs> going to get, you know, you're going to get retirement and all of that. And I told her, I said, the thought of me going to work in that building for the rest of my life crushes my soul. Tell me now. Yeah. And she could not understand that. She had her best friend talk to me and try to convince me. <laughs> Uh this was a great opportunity and that I could not do that and so finally I had a conversation with my dad and my dad said um are you happy doing what you're doing and so yeah and he said well then do what makes you happy and I just remember the weight of that conversation like lifted like oh after that it was just like oh yeah finally like what is the point of doing something that you feel no inclination to do because it will give you quote unquote security. Mm-hmm. And now I understand that to me, the reason I couldn't do it is because I was buying into a lifetime of just unfulfillment, you know? Oh, absolutely. And, and since then I've always had, even though I, you know, I'm a graduate journalist, I have an MBA, I've done um, um, postgraduate courses in film and um, TV and all of that. It's so interesting to me that I chose, you know, just odd jobs that I could be free. And as a musician, I just really didn't want anything that would tie me down, that I could just do what I needed to do when I wanted to do. And 
And here yep. we are, right? And here we are. Yeah. I, I even had, um, well, became, I went to acupuncture school, became an acupuncturist, did that for 15 years. And even that, like, it was my own business. It was always my own business. I never worked for anybody else. However, I still had to be somewhere at a certain time doing the same thing. Not my, uh, suddenly I just, I knew, I knew, I was like, no, I've got to go. I've got it. I can't, I cannot be tied down even in this way. I can't do it. I cannot have a place that I have to be. I, uh, I can still serve and service. And of course my, my practice transitioned to other things, but oh my gosh, even that I'm like, nope, I need 100%, 100% freedom of my time. Mm. 100%. I mean, I choose to do all kinds of things and, and have a schedule. And yes. I chose to be here with you today at four o'clock. You know, I want to do that. But it's always up to me. And, and of course, I don't have any children. So I know that's different when, when you have a child and there's an extra, extra little being. <laughs> we talked about that last time, too. And I do have a child and um, it comes with its own set of responsibilities. And then again, it's a greater opportunity to tap into the idea that you are always taking care of. And I have a wonderful partner who um, maybe would say that he feels a little differently than I do because of that weight, but that's up to him to describe. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we all can tap into that at different rates and different depths. It's what we come to find out in our own um, personal relationship. Yeah. And there are some people who do enjoy a job or going somewhere and being a certain place at a certain time doing the same thing. You know, there are people who thrive on that. Yeah. Yeah. But as long as it's your choice, you know, I think it's Mm. so just mm, to know that you are choosing that in everything that you do and. Mm. and not you don't feel like I have to I have to Mm. because because if I don't I won't be taken care of if I don't Mm. the xyz I mean that's everybody's own timing on that right yeah and at different rates and different different capacities because we also don't know what each and every one of us comes here to experience yeah yeah and what we need yeah. to like really unfold and the pressure that we need to mm-hmm. and the contrast that we need to um, put ourselves through to come to the realization of who we really are. Yeah. And so I feel very grateful that up to this time, um, considering, you know, all of different life possibilities, I've been blessed and graced um, in every possible way. Mm. So, yeah. so magical. And, and I love that you said magical because I feel like we are, we're yeah. talking about what's coming, right? And I what's do, coming? Yeah. I do feel like we are moving from this very mechanical um, mind mm-hmm. um, kind of societal structure to now allowing for magic, allowing for the things that we cannot explain with the mind or with words, but just this deeper knowing and this deeper expression that sometimes it's so subtle that need no words. 
and needs no explanation. And mm -hmm. so I love that you said magical because yeah. that's what I've been tapping in a lot yeah. lately. And yeah, and just knowing that we will be where we're meant to be, when we're meant to be there, doing what we're meant to be doing, following that, just knowing your source, following your own source, right? That magic of just like, <gasps> and far more amazing things I feel are possible when we're not limiting it with the mind. You know, this idea of like, I got to I gotta get out my vision board and I'm going to get my magazines. I'm not, I'm not putting this down. Like if this, no, it's fun. That's great. It can be super fun to do. Yeah. It can be a dreaming exercise for sure. Yes. But there's also traditionally in a lot of those teachings and, and just the energy around it is very laborious and very like, I got to do all these things. I got to look at it every day and then I got to visualize it. And then I got to feel the things and I got to, you know, it's like, very much. I got it. I got it. I got I have to have to have to, to got to put it up. And I have done the thing where I've put the vision boards on my wall. I mean, I have done it. And then I'll tell you the story. I was living in Hawaii at the time, several years, several years ago. Yes. I had like two vision boards up. I had like a thing and a thing. And I was like, yeah, I'm looking at my vision boards every day <laughs> within one week. And those things were tapped to the wall within one <laughs> tack to the wall. Yeah. Like they were on there. They both fell down both oh. of my vision boards. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I don't need these anymore. <laughs> it's like taking the training wheels off, you know, and trusting that just by having the, the desire in a spontaneous moment, it's mm. enough. That's mm. enough to just go, oh, yeah, okay. And then I'm letting it go. I'm not like obsessing over it, but I'm just like that freedom again, that freedom to just like, be spontaneous mm. in each moment of what is coming through and what is being dreamed by the dreamer. Mm. <laughs> mm. I have I have pretty recent actually uh, as of today two things that happened um, that speak of pure magic. We went our friends invited us to go on a hike and. As I got there, I said, oh man, I should have brought a backpack so I could put the water bottle in and I you know, wouldn't have to carry it on my hands. And as we started going up, one of my friends had her baby in a carrier, in a backpack. <laughs> and so she, something happened. One of the boys wanted something out of the backpack. So as she kneels down, I'm like, let me take that backpack for you. I hadn't even thought about my water, but I'm just seeing her with the baby in a backpack. And I say, let me just, I, I didn't even say anything. I just grabbed the backpack, put on my back and there I, carry, there I am carrying the water. And I just went, oh, put the backpack, the water in the backpack. So I put it in the pocket and I'm walking and all of a sudden I realized, oh, here's my backpack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, wow. And so we're walking and the kids are going, what? I want to go that way. And so I started making this fantastic story. I said, well, okay, this is going to be the hike of exploration. Then you get to choose. Do we go down to the forest valley or do we go up to where the secret caves is? And they go, oh, we want to see the secret cave. I kid you not. <laughs> we walk and then there's two paths. And I say, do you want the path with the flowers or do you want the mystery path? And they go, the path with the flowers. And we walk and literally within a minute and a half, there's this huge structure made with all the, the branches and all there was a cave. And they were like, this is awesome. And I go, yeah, 
oh, that's not what I was talking about. I, this is pretty incredible. <laughs> there it was a screen. <laughs> yes, yes, it's amazing. What? And we were just joking and I said, okay, now we're going to continue to walk and we're going to find a suitcase with a billion dollars. So let's choose wisely. But I just thought, whoa. And then my friend said, did you know this, the structure was here? I said, no, normally we have these things that we call secret caves, but it's the actual tree branches that fall and there were a couple in this way that we were going but that was a complete somebody totally made wow. that cool thing and it had a, a a tree a big trunk in the that you could sit inside and the kids were just like whoa and I was just like all right that's we're literally making it up we get we are making up our world and I and I also feel like you're you those happen really quickly right like two things was like boom boom and it's just yeah it's it can be so immediate and oftentimes we forget like oh I actually had that desire and then it happens and we forget we're like oh right like what (laughs) you know I've had so many things like that where it takes me some time like to go oh my god this is literally exactly what I want I imagine or better than or you know, like moving to, to LA, I'm like, okay, I just want to be in a, in a house by the beach da, 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 with a dog, you know, here I am like, <laughs> me, my friend of a friend, do you want to, my friends are going away. Do you want to live in their amazing condo by the beach and watch their amazing dog? Yeah, sure. Okay. Great. Okay. And now they're, they've extended their trip twice already. Yeah. So now we're here till November. So I'll be here for a whole year. So, and then just to remind myself, like, oh yeah, I just, I I mean, it's, (laughs) of course, it's just magic. So, and that's so important to remember right now in these times, because it can feel externally, like there's a lot of contraction and Mm. restriction and, and yes, there may be logistically for sure, to be sure. However, I know it's possible to come from because we're we can't be free until we know we're free <laughs> right mm. like freedom is only from within freedom we are we're only free when we already feel free regardless of whatever's going on outside outside of us so coming from that space and walking through the world and moving through even this world in California in Los Angeles right now you know we are we there are things that I'm like oh wow Oh, I just walked into the store and I was invisible without my mask on or whatever, you know, like this happens. It's the frequency thing. So just that magic is, is everywhere all the time. And sure, you may come across situations that aren't like that. And that's for a reason, too. Um, yeah. Right. But yeah, magic. Yeah. Tapping into our natural ways mm-hmm. and it's simple we keep talking about simple and yeah. as I watch nature and as I watch the cycles and the seasons and the perfection there's such simplicity and, and it, yeah go ahead yeah and it just it knows what to do mm. always yeah always no question. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm giving in to the magic. <laughs> <laughs> in awe of the magic and in, in pure alliance and partnership with it, knowing that we are magic. And we are walking miracles and we get to choose and claim that choose we do so. Yeah. Yeah. It's right back to that choice, isn't it? It's always back to our choices. It's our choosing. And as you were saying, there's the contraction of the outside world. And oftentimes I notice myself um, tapping into what's happening um, in society and the guidelines and the structures and all of that. And I'm like, well, I I've been doing that. I get to choose what I get to do or what I don't want to do. And just having that inner authority, right? And that compass that's really yeah. yours and yours to claim and take and live from. And that's what we're here to activate. Yes. And to remind everyone listening is that you are your guiding source. You are your own authority and you have the birthright to claim that, tap into that frequency and really live from that space. And once you do so, it's a different vibration and it moves according to that and that only. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what you've done ever in the past. It doesn't matter who you've ever been. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. It's just right now, just claiming it right now. You don't have to take, you don't have to think about anything prior to this moment. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you look like, what color your skin is. Mm any of it it doesn't mm. it doesn't matter everyone has the option or the opportunity so i invite you listening to go back into your heart at every moment that you remember to do so and tap into this infinite wisdom that lives in the heart space and through the heart space choose, decide, and live your life from. Mm -hmm. No matter who it pisses off. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's and a lot. Let me tell direction. you. Let, let me tell you. <laughs> it will piss some people off. But guess <laughs> what? That's their own reflection. Yeah. Yeah. That's their business, not yours. That's their business, not yours. And there's actually something to be said about also an embodiment of this space where you can tap into this kind of invisibility too and um, also reclaim that in certain aspects when you are in, you know, social um, interactions and all of that too and just it's not here's the thing this space it's not to confront others but the ones 
who could be ready to be activated may be confronted by this because they get to see in themselves the spaces that they haven't claimed yet. And so um, that's that an can, opportunity. Yeah, that can be very triggering for a lot of folks yeah. to see other people standing in their just light and being so bright. Again, not to not to piss people off. <laughs> it's not the intention. It's just what happens because there's no fighting. It's just being you. Mm. And that comes with other people's disappointments and fears yeah. and, and even people really close to you sometimes. And yeah. that doesn't mean that's easy to stand so strongly in your truth. But it is really worth it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've pissed a lot of people off. I'll just tell you. <laughs> and not on purpose, not because I was trying to piss people off, but whether it's in just society at large these days or, you know, family members for sure. It's the runs, it has run the gamut. And, but yeah, I just kind of came out that way. I, I never, I never <laughs> like, I'm sorry if you don't like it, but that's just what I'm doing. Isn't it interesting to think, though, that no matter what you do in your life, there will always be people who are going to get triggered by it because that's the work. And yep. so might as well um, commit <laughs> and embody your highest expression yeah. because you can't control other people anyways. No, of course, never. Right. And I, I look around and you know, even the people that I've upset in any way, close family members, they still, they're still here. They still love me. <laughs> oh, you know. Not that, not, even if they didn't, that would be okay too. But yeah, you know, it's all good. I'm just saying, you, we always think of the worst case scenario, right? I'm going to lose mm. my XYZ. It's like, no, probably not. Mm. Might be, uh, might be some turbulence but again that's perfect you've both perfectly created that for something mm. something to, to see yeah <sighs> mm. <laughs> the birds are singing and I like that <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. I love the birdies. I just watched this movie the other night called um, Pelican Bloom. Mm. It was about, because I've always been a little skittish around with birds for whatever reason. I've always not had anything against birds. I've just like, oh, I don't really want to get too close to the bird. It was just kind of a natural feeling. Yeah. Then I watched this beautiful film with um, this bird named pelican because it was like black and white and this bird was like a dog it was this family's pet and it was i swear to god this bird would like sleep with them and like be there while they're eating you know i mean it was just literally like like this i had no idea birds you know i mean i've heard of it but i've never seen that birds yeah. just being so like connected to people mm. in that way and it was so beautiful Hmm. And so it really opened my heart to birds. To birds. <laughs> oh, well, sweet. Oh, it's really sweet. Yeah. 
So with that, we claim back the rebirthing of our wings so we can fly high in who we truly are and we can always have the opportunity to have the big picture of everything and that we can be aware enough to the details so we can actually enjoy them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. Um, I'm going to just read this real quick, maybe to close this out. Okay. How's that since we're talking about freedom? Yeah. I just remembered, oh, I posted a, I had done a post on freedom a few like a month or so ago okay anything else we want to does this feel good feels complete right yeah i feel okay. good i feel good <laughs> <laughs> like i knew that i would now oh i did some beautiful class today like singing class and just letting Ooh. your voice out and it was and i just like came up with this melody and it was so beautiful Ooh. and it was just like i love to sing but i I usually, you know, I just do it by myself, but it was mm-hmm. so wonderful to just like connect to myself through mm. my voice. Mm. You know? just, like, yeah. oh, just like, just letting it all out. Oh, so beautiful. Mm. Yeah, I love that. <sighs> so, okay. Here we go. This is on freedom. The unequivocal knowing that you are free is your freedom. To be truly free, you must first know you have always already been free. The work that leads you to this knowing, not in your mind, but in your core, is the only work you must do to be free. As it is done, more and more external freedom will be reflected back to you as a result of the deepening of this truth within you. It is done in an instant, remembering. It is done over a lifetime, remembering to remember. The work is vast, steady, nonlinear, unknown, winding, exhilarating, true, sometimes confusing, blissful, and so much more. You don't have to be anything but yourself. You don't have to follow any of the rules, unless, of course, you want to. You don't have to answer to anyone or anything but your own source connection. Naturally, this state of freedom within leads to a life of a life of lived and expressed unconditional love and service to others. My name is Lizby and I approve this message. <laughs> oh God, thank you so much. I was worried that maybe you wouldn't approve it. Thank you, Liz. I love it. Did you write that? I did, yeah. I did. Yes. Mm. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Juicy good. Mm. I think that, that make I think that, that this may go into the description of this episode. Oh yeah. Mm. that works that works thank you for joining us one more time in this beautiful space that we are co-creating thanks friends it's lovely to feel you here yeah Mm -hmm. see you next time see you next time